the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here come the judge. Yep, Brett Kavanaugh has had enough. He's going on Fox tonight. Yep, 7 o'clock on the story with Martha McCallum. He's going to be on there with his wife, Ashley, to tell the world that he didn't do the things that the two women are saying he did 30, and 30, more, 30 or more years ago, and he's not backing down. The New Yorker came out with a story yesterday with no corroboration, not that you need that uh, and need any of that these days, but a woman says back in whatever it was, 1982, Kavanaugh exposed himself to her at a frat party. Everybody was drunk and nobody has confirmed her story. The story was written by Ronan Farrow and Jane Mayer, and Jane Mayer appeared on CNN, and this is the best she could come up with to support the story. Jane, the corroborating witness, which you says has all the details, including Kavanaugh's name, where did that witness come from and where did that witness get the uh, uh, information about this from, if, she, if that person doesn't know Ramirez? Uh, he remembers it from, from, he was in the same dorm, same, same little building on Yale's old campus, and he remembers it clearly. I asked him, you know, of course, we're going to be it? very careful. No, as I've said, he heard it from someone who was there. And um, as I've said, um, we interviewed him and I said to him, are you sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh? He said, I am 100 percent sure. But he, as you admit, um, he was not so, at the party. Uh, he's so let's see, as long as a witness who wasn't there is sure, 100 percent sure, of course, that he heard about something happening in a building where Kavanaugh might have been, although he's 100 percent sure he was there. Yeah, let's just cancel the vote and tell Kavanaugh to go home. That's all you need. That's where we are now. And, you know, here's the thing, too. If, if something like that actually did happen uh, at the uh, wherever it was in the dorm or at a fraternity party or a- anywhere on a college campus or during your college life, it wouldn't have been the first time. OK, so, you know, so to be able to single out a specific instance 35 years ago. And, and be 100% sure that it was something that somebody said that I'm sure, 100% sure that it was him. Yeah, that's where we are. Well, I like Dennis Prager's take on it. He's a host right here on this radio station between 12 and 3 every day in the Salem Network. And he had the guts to say what lots and lots of people are thinking but are afraid to say. He wrote it, and he wrote that uh, Dr. Ford's accusations should be ignored he says people who think the accusation should be investigated and that they and if they're believed they should be uh, disqualifying for uh, Kavanaugh. This is what he wrote. No matter how good and moral a life, this is what he says that people are trying to say. No matter how good any moral life one has led for 10, 20, 30 or 40 or 50 even year if even 50 years, it is nullified by a sin committed as a teenager. No decent or rational society has ever believed such nihilistic nonsense. And here's a reason Prager gives for this uh, reaching the point that it has. Feminism's weakening of the American female. A generation ago, a drunk teenager at a party trying groping a teenage girl over her clothing while trying to remove as much of her clothing as possible would not have been defended or countenanced, but it would not have been deemed as inducing post-traumatic stress disorder either. He goes on to say that he doesn't care if the accuser is telling the truth, because even if it's true, while it's clearly wrong, it tells us nothing about Brett Kavanaugh since he was 17. Now, when Prager wrote this, uh, the second accusation hadn't surfaced yet, but there's less reason to believe that second one, so I'm guessing he hasn't changed his mind. This is where the Republicans need to show some guts and hold the vote. The committee should have voted today, and the Republicans Republicans should have said, We know what's going on here. Anybody smarter than a turnip knows, and we're in charge because we won the election. And I have a feeling that this has gotten so ridiculous that it's going to backfire, by the way, on the Democrats. Actually, I think it probably already has. 
But if the Republicans wimp out, which they have been known to do, instead of firing up the voters and producing a big turnout in November, Republicans will stay home and the lunatics will be in charge. When we come back, we have an expert on judicial studies who's going to tell you why she stands with Kavanaugh. Stick there. Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered. Giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. People come in with health concerns and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that, and as we age, our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food. A lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, 888-865-9595. On September 17, 1787, the framers of our government signed the U.S. Constitution in Philadelphia, a constitution which set up our government. While Constitution Day has passed, Patriot Mobile supports the conservative values that the framers adopted in the U.S. Constitution, values which define our government and guarantee our rights. And the $17.87 data plan offers have been a huge success, so we're extending them through the end of the month. Patriot celebrates the founding fathers and your values, and it's the only cell phone carrier that supports conservative causes like the Susan B. Anthony Fund and the NRA, while providing you with the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and text for less money and no hidden fees, and switching is easy. Make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Unlimited talk, text, and data for your first month, $17.87, plus a free pocket constitution. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So as of a few minutes ago, nobody has accused Brett Kavanaugh of doing anything 35 years ago that, you know, should disqualify him from being a Supreme Court justice, but that could change. Uh, Elizabeth Slattery is a legal fellow and appellate advocacy program manager, Mies Center for Legal and Judicial Studies, and an expert on constitutional issues at the Heritage Foundation. And she joins us right now. Elizabeth, thanks for being here. 
Thanks for having me. So the, the headline of your story in the Daily Signal is I Stand with Brett Kavanaugh, but it's dated September 20th. I guess I have to ask you if anything that has happened uh, since has changed your mind because something happened since. Yeah, there have uh, there have been some new headlines over the weekend, but right. I still stand uh, firmly in support of Judge Kavanaugh. And um, let's just talk, first of all, should should FBI background searches on all potential government figures now include high school and college? Uh, you know what everybody did in high school and college? Is that where we're headed here? <laughs> well, that seems to be what the Democrats would want, at least for uh, for Republicans. Yeah. So what what is the um, you know you, you obviously you thought about this before you decided to write a piece uh, standing up for him? Uh, is it you just don't believe the charges, or you don't think that there's enough to substantiate them? I just don't. I don't believe it. Uh, so I'm, I'm, feel free to disagree with me on that. But I. And it's not that I. I, I don't think there's enough there to believe. So that's the way I feel about it. I don't believe it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It just it doesn't hold up against what we know about Brett Kavanaugh. You know, this is a man who has been a public servant for 25 years. He's gone through six FBI background checks for several positions throughout his career with not even a hint of scandal being uncovered before. You know, he he has dedicated his career to to helping out women. I mean, he he has had more female law clerks and sent more of them on to be clerks at the Supreme Court than any other judge in in the federal judiciary, which is which is incredible. And you know, at his confirmation hearing, he talked very movingly about the fact that there's a pipeline problem for women in the legal profession, and he does uh, whatever he can to to ensure that uh, the the best and brightest women get the same opportunities as men. And so, uh, this latest accusation from his days at Yale actually has zero corroboration, at least at this point. Uh, would it be taken seriously at all if this charge, do you think, was related to anything other than sexual uh, assault or, or um, alleged sexual assault? No, I don't think so. And, and in fact, the accuser herself doesn't seem to be all that convinced by her accusation. You know, and I think it's really a shame on the New Yorker for, for publishing these allegations with zero corroboration and, in fact, with the multiple witnesses saying, yeah, I never saw Brett act that way, and I, I, don't, I don't think this ever happened. But um, and first of all, it was this one is the, the first accusation was from 36 or 37 years ago. This is like 34 or 35, depending on when it was supposed to have happened. Um, and why what, what, I know this is this is up for debate. But why do you think that the media, especially a, a, a publication like The New Yorker, which is a pretty well-established and uh, well-respected in many ways uh, publication. Why would they be so quick to accept this? Uh, and would they if it was a Republican, do you think? You know, I, I really don't know why the reporters were so quick to accept this. And as we've seen since the story broke yesterday, you know, the New York Times was investigating this uh, this woman and her allegations, and they declined to, to do a story because I, I guess they saw that there wasn't enough there there. Uh, but now, of course, we're seeing Democrats in the Senate Judiciary Committee who, you know, now think this is another reason to delay. And that is their end game. Um, you know, Senator Maisie Hirono from Hawaii was pretty clear last week when she said, we want to take back the Senate in, in November and then we're going to hold that seat open until 2021. So we know what their end game is. Yeah, and you are uh, a, an expert at the Heritage Foundation on judicial studies and, and uh, legal and judicial studies. Um, what does this what does this mean for the future of, um, of the Supreme Court and who's going to get the uh, who's going to be nominated and who's going to pass the, the test? Yeah, you know, I hope this isn't the new normal, uh, because this is just really deplorable the way that particularly the left has handled has handled this. You know, I want to commend uh Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, I think he he has handled a pretty terrible situation uh, about as best as he can, and and he's been incredibly fair to uh, you know the original accuser uh, Christine Ford. Uh, you know he's treated her with a lot of respect, while also respecting Judge Kavanaugh, which we haven't seen much respect coming for him from the the left side of the aisle. Uh, but you know it, it seems like this is the new normal, and, and uh, you know, I don't know how we come back from this. Well, what I'm hearing today, and even about Grassley. Is the people uh, the uh, a lot of the commentators now, uh, the more conservative commentators, uh, they are claiming that that the Republican base 
the voters, they want a vote yesterday, and they want it to happen. They want it to happen immediately, and they're they're getting on Grassley for being too accommodating and and considering it a sign of weakness. And they they think that the Democrats are just running roughshod over them. Do you buy that? You know, I I think he is he has tried to be fair to. Uh, you know, to Dr. Ford, because she made a very serious allegation, uh, you know, that Senator Dianne Feinstein, of course, sat on for six or seven weeks before it was leaked to the media, before the rest of the committee even found out about it. And, you know, so I think Grassley has, has handled himself about as well and as he can. He's tried to be fair to both sides. Um, but I don't think he's going to budge. You know, I think Thursday is, is the drop-dead deadline for this woman to, to testify, and I don't think we're going to see an additional hearing after that. And and what is the and you know about this procedure uh, and this in the process of the way it's supposed to go? Uh, can you explain what it is you think the Democrats think they're going to get out of this? If it's just if it's if all they get out of it is a delay, how does that help them? And what are their chances of preventing any nominee from getting through until after the elections and maybe until twenty twenty? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure what they. I, I guess they. They, they're hoping against hope that they can push this past the election uh, and, and then argue that, you know, if they take back the Senate that, oh, it's a you know, lame duck Senate and we can't confirm this this individual and we've got to start from scratch or just hold it open until 2021. You know, so I, I'm not sure. I assume that's what their end game is. Well, what, what do you think it could work? I mean, uh, if let's just say that Kavanaugh somehow is, is pulled or, or he just something happens that he's no longer the nominee. Um, how quickly could they get somebody else in there and get the process moving to get it done? Uh, obviously not. I don't think they can do it in six weeks. But um, and and then what what happens if the Democrats don't take the Senate? I mean, there's everything riding on them taking the Senate for for them for whatever this plan is to work. Yeah, you know, I think it would it would take at least two months for for the process with with another nominee. But President Trump has come out and said that he. He is supporting Judge Kavanaugh. He's not going to uh, to withdraw him. Judge Kavanaugh sent a letter to the Judiciary Committee today, uh, you know, indicating that that he is not going to be intimidated into withdrawing from this process, uh, and that you know he he is ready to defend himself. Um, you know, he vehemently denies all of these allegations, including the newest ones. And you do a lot of researching and writing about civil rights, and I'm just wondering. Um, has the Me Too movement done serious damage to the concept of innocent until proven guilty? Well, you know, in the context of a Senate confirmation hearing, a Senate confirmation process, you know, we're we're not dealing with a court of law. We're dealing with a court of public opinion. And so the same sort of due process notions that we have really don't don't apply. And and, and, and further, if this were um, you know, if these allegations uh, were taken into court, yeah, you know, I, I've talked to prosecutors who say, like, they, there's no there there. You wouldn't take something like this uh, on, you know, with with zero evidence, with witnesses who uh, don't corroborate what uh, what you know what the accuser says. Um, yeah. But, but 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 the problem is that if it all it takes is an accusation with no with zero evidence, why wouldn't you use that every time from here on in? I mean. Uh, the next, uh, if it's ten years from now, uh, before another, uh, it's not going to be that long. But let's say five years from now, whatever, um, and the, another judge is, uh, another uh, nominee is going through this process. Won't everybody just be waiting for the hammer to fall? All the, all the, all the questions that they ask that are legitimate questions and the ones you're used to seeing in these, you know, in, in the hearings to prove one of these people. Everybody's just going to be waiting. Oh, this is real nice, but when's the when's the accusation coming forward? You know, when's when, who's going to accuse him, and what's it going to be? What are the charges going to be? Because nothing else matters. And if if you if you get accused of sexual assault thirty five years ago, you're done. According to the Democrats, and I don't know if the Republicans would be doing the same thing if it were uh, if this were reversed. I, I wouldn't. I'm not one hundred percent confident they wouldn't be. By the way. Yeah, well, you know, in, in Judge Kavanaugh's letter that he sent to the committee today, he pointed out that, you know, if this is the path that the Senate's going to take, then we're going to end up with, with people of character, good good people who just don't want to put themselves out there. We're going to end up with fewer people who want to go into public service, fewer people who want to be put before the, you know, the the, the firing squad of, of, of a Senate confirmation process. Uh, you know, and that's really a disservice to, to our country because we want the best and brightest. Uh, in these types of positions. 
Um, no journalism professor would approve of the stories of either of these women uh, being published. So uh, it seems to me that it almost requires a compliant media to make this possible, whether it's for you know this this case this this time or in the future. Yeah, I, I think you're right that the media has has been all too willing to to work with the Democratic Party uh, to try to defeat Judge Kavanaugh. You know, we we saw from. Uh, the moment that Ju- Justice Kennedy announced that he would be retiring, that there were, you know, uh, pieces running in in all the ma- major pub- publications forecasting, you know, the doom and gloom that was to come, uh, and, and trying to put pressure on the administration to pick some sort of a consensus nominee uh, and, and those sorts of things. And you know, it's really a, a it's unfortunate that you know that our free press is, is so closely aligned with with one particular political party. Um. Now, I, this is—I guess this isn't a question necessarily for you as a uh, as a as a representative of the Heritage Foundation. I'm going to ask you to represent women everywhere, if you don't mind. Um, uh, I'll do my best. Okay, based on the climate and the precedent that could be set by this fiasco, I'm just—I'm just wondering because I'm going to ask—I would be asking a lot of women this. As a man, would I be wise when given a choice between an equal, equally qualified man and a woman to choose the man at this point if I owned a business? I mean, would I be as this? As I guess what I'm asking is this: this kind of thing going to lead to that? Because uh, think of all the aggravation I can avoid if I don't have a woman there who might accuse somebody of any time that things aren't going well of sexual assault, and everybody will believe her. Well, I, I certainly hope that that isn't the the direction that that things go. Uh, and you know, politicizing the the Me Too movement is really going to undo the gains that that uh, women have made. Um, you know, and I, I think it, it's just a disservice to uh, to victims of of abuse everywhere, whether they're men or women, uh, to you know to use it in such a crass political partisan way. Yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to say that, that it's, a, it's the politi- politicization of it that is going to take all the power away from it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hopeful that the American people will see what the Democrats are doing here, that, that this is just a, an attempt to, you know, they, they hope to defeat him, his confirmation, but if they can't do that, they, they hope to stain his reputation and, and delegitimize, delegitimize him in the, in the eyes of people. Uh, but I'm, I'm hopeful that, that, you know, that, that the American people see through that plan. Okay, last question for Elizabeth Slattery. She's a legal fellow and appellate advocacy program manager, Mies Center for Legal and Judicial Studies, uh, and she does research on – I'm reading this from the Heritage Foundation, so I want to make sure I give you all the credit here. Uh, Elizabeth Satter, Slatterly, Slattery, I'm sorry, researches and writes on the rule of law, separation of power, civil rights, and other constitutional issues. So I'm going to ask you if you had a bet, would you bet on Brett Kavanaugh becoming a Supreme Court justice? Oh, man. You know, we never know what's going to happen from news cycle to news cycle with this, uh, right. this confirmation process. But I, I still believe in Judge Kavanaugh, and I, I still hope that he is confirmed. And I, I think he will be. Okay. I appreciate it, Elizabeth. Thanks a lot for being on. Sure. Thanks for having me. Okay. So uh, there she is. Thank you to her for being on. We're going to lighten things up in our next segment. Uh, believe it or not, we're going to talk about mascots and nicknames and, and how you should be offended including you should be deeply, deeply offended by the nickname for the local Pittsburgh baseball club. Uh, real quick here, quick um, quick uh, uh, tweet from Kimberly Strassel. Do I have time for this? Okay, 30 seconds. The left made a mistake. She's from Wall Street Journal. The left made a mistake with this Ramirez story. It isn't just how embarrassingly flimsy it is. She was inebriated, took six days to find memories. Everybody denies it, but it strongly suggests the four delayed demands were about cooking this up. Destroyed credibility all around. And there you have it. So who knows where this is going, but the judge is on TV tonight. We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford are set to testify under oath this Thursday about Ford's allegations of sexual assault against Kavanaugh. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell condemned allegations of sexual misconduct against Kavanaugh as a shameful, shameful smear campaign created by Democrats. 
He then made this vow. Facts will be heard. Judge Kavanaugh and the American people deserve nothing less. And I want to make it perfectly clear, Mr. President, Judge Kavanaugh will be voted on here on the Senate floor. Up or down, on the Senate floor, this fine nominee to the Supreme Court will receive a vote in this Senate in the near future. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 181 points, but the Nasdaq rose 6, the S&P declined 10. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. It's now a matter of days before America decides who will run the country for the next two years. Republicans have benefited from having a Republican in the White House, but losing the House or Senate would give the country back to the left-wing lunatics. Can you save this booming economy? Do we need to keep up the jobs growth? Do we need to keep adding the right judges to the high court? Do we need to keep ISIS on the run? Look, this one is too important to sit out. The epic battle must be won, and it's not over yet. AM 1250, The Answer. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. Hi, everybody. This is Craig Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program and such a fine service to be offered to the community. For every job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book, NFL Brawl. Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? $200, $300, or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to read your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Got ourselves a soggy Monday afternoon out there and plenty of delays on the Parkway West. It's slow inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway East is slow outbound Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and inbound delays from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Looking pretty busy both ways through Crosstown Boulevard and in Ross and Accident Babcock Boulevard at Roderick Drive. Also Hampton, a crash Mount Royal Boulevard at Craighead Road. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250. The answer... AM 1250, the answer, weather. Soaking rain is on the way for tonight. In fact, there can't even be flooding in board drainage areas. We'll have a low near 60. Tomorrow, a little warmer and more humid with clouds and lingering showers by 75. For tomorrow night, cloudy skies, warm and humid with some rain and a thunderstorm late. We only dropped 68. Wednesday starts out with heavy thunderstorms in the area, gusty winds and flooding downpours of concern. Lingering showers with a high 72 in the afternoon. 
I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, let's lighten it up a little bit here. By now, you've had to have had enough about Brett Kavanaugh. Let's just hope it's all over by the end of the week. Maybe it will be. In the meantime, he's going to be on TV tonight at 7 o'clock on Fox, by the way, if you hadn't heard. In the meantime, let's talk about mascots and nicknames. I know that's a pretty big jump from what we were just talking about and what's in the news today. But, you know, that's what I like to do here. You never know what you're going to get on the John Steigerwald Show. Two stories today caught my attention And I think the Pittsburgh Baseball Club, as I said a minute ago, is just going to have to change its nickname. So maybe it'll start here. Pirates have been around since like uh, the 1880-something. They've been around well over 100 years, like 125 years at least. Um, And uh, I'd say the Pirates are a pretty big part of Pittsburgh tradition. But I'm I'm sorry, but it just may be time that uh, the baseball team is called by a different name. And it can't be Buckos either, because that's a shortening for Buccaneers, and they're the same as Pirates. But we'll get to that in a minute. And also, uh, by the way, the uh, the San Francisco 49ers, definitely, there's no question about that. <clears throat> Excuse me, the, the San Francisco 49ers, they just have to change their nickname. So, uh, I'll tell you why. I, po- I came across this story today. I have it right here. Uh, the California College Ditches Racist Prospector Pete Mascot. That would be Cal State Long Beach. Um, that's California State, and it's out there in Long Beach, California, and it's on the beach, I guess. Um, th- this will involve, m- part of the deal is they're going to involve moving a 1967, so that's 50 years, over 50 years, it's been there, a bronze statue of Prospect Pete. Now, it says on the headline here, that they're going to ditch the racist Prospector Pete mascot. Now, I'm going to tell you what Prospector Pete looks like. It's a big, fat guy with it looks like a beard or big, big chin, and he's wearing a hat that has an LB on it and a plaid shirt and some kind of a vest, and he has a pickaxe in his hand. And uh, I guess he's a white guy, he's, and he's, um, he's a prospector. Uh, but it's it's now become he's obviously a racist and he's gone. They're gonna they're gonna move him to uh, they're moving the statue somewhere else uh, over by where the alumni hang out or something. But it says here that the school had used the idea of the gold rush when it was founded in 1949 to convey the idea of the riches of education. I'm not believing that for a second, by the way. Not a second. Am I believing that? They they picked the. The mascot, because they're out there on the West Coast and everybody knows about the San Francisco 49ers and why California is California because of the gold rush. Uh, But its first mascot was Nugget the Pack Mule. And I guess uh, he's not around anymore. But this is what the the school's president, Jane Close Connolly, said in a statement. As the university's diversity grew and more voices were heard, we came to know that the 1849 California Gold Rush was a time in history when the indigenous peoples of California endured subjugation, violence, and threats of genocide. There you go. That's why he's a racist. He's got that pickaxe, and he's a racist. The Los Angeles Times reported that the campus student government passed a resolution in March to completely retire Poor Prospector Pete. And it says here, multiple scholars have cited the California prospectors, also known as the 49ers, as culpable in violent and genocidal acts against the indigenous people of California. That's what the resolution reads. Prospectors in California perpetuated colonization. There you go. There's a dirty word. Colonization. White supremacy, of course. Racism and exclusion ideals, not only against indigenous American communities, but also women, people of color, and non-Protestant communities. They were Spanish, and they were Catholics. And when they got there, you know, Father Junipero Serra, uh, there's another, um, I saw a story also related to this, that uh, some school, I forget, one of the schools out there out west, I don't have it in front of me here, 
they was a they got rid of Ju- Father Junipero Serra. He was also a racist, or he had Indians uh, who were working for him as guides, and so they got rid of him. But the campus is located on land that once belonged to the Gabrielano Tonga tribe, who were enslaved by white Spanish colonizers to build missions in the greater Los Angeles area. The school's next step will be to choose a new mascot. Its athletic program is referred to simply as the beach. And the president says, quote, we have evolved from Prospector Pete. We are more than one mascot. We are the beach. So how do you have a a mascot for the beach? Sand? A pile of sand? (laughs) I don't know. It couldn't possibly be like a, a a woman in a bikini or a man in a bathing suit because that would, you know, we couldn't have that. But So their their mascot is going to be the beach. Uh, a volleyball net? Uh, what's the logo? I don't know. A wave? And that's, that's been used. So, so it got me to thinking that uh, other uh, there's other nicknames in sports that are every bit, uh, maybe, uh, maybe not every bit, but they're... I don't know. They're shaky, and they should go. The New Jersey Devils, um, you know, the the Tampa Ray, the Tampa Bay Rays used to be called the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They got rid of the name Devil because, well, you know, that's evil, so it doesn't exist anymore. You have your uh, Miami University of Miami and the uh, Carolina Hurricanes of the National Hockey League. Now, trigger words are big. Uh, in society today, and if you have, if you live in the North Carolina, anywhere on the Carolina coast, and the hockey season starts next week, and you've had serious damage done to your home, or maybe you've lost a, a relative to the hurricane, that that nickname is going to tr- trigger something. So you got you got to change that. They have, I think the season opens next like Thursday, so they have a week to change that one. Same thing goes for out there in uh, Colorado. You got your avalanche. I don't know. A lot of people have been, you know, it's a tragedy. If an avalanche is a big deal, people die. Another trigger. You got your Washington Wizards. Unfortunately, they're they're okay because they used to be known as the Bullets. They were changed from the Wizards uh, from the Bullets to the Wizards because you know Bullets. You can't have Bullets. Um, and that brings me. Did I mention the Oklahoma Sooners yet? No. Okay. That's another one. Now, the Oklahoma has a pretty good football team. They've been known as the Sooners forever. That comes from the Oklahoma land rush of 1889. And I'm sorry, but I know they like their Sooners out there in Oklahoma, but they got to change that nickname because uh, that that's based on what happened on April 22nd, 1889. I know there's a baseball team out there. It used to be called the Oklahoma City 89ers. When I was working in minor league baseball, I did some games from out there. They were known as the 89ers, so kind of the same thing. But back there on April 22nd, uh, 1889, a cannon sounded, and 50,000 white settlers participated, dashing into the nearly 2 million acres of quote-unquote unassigned land and staking out parcels for ranching. So they took the land from the uh, indigenous people. And that's what they did. And it's history, and it wasn't pretty for the for the people, the, the natives who were living there. But uh, how can a team be named after something that dastardly? It said, while settlers celebrated newly available land, natives found themselves further marginalized. That's what uh, Daniel Swan, an anthropology professor at the University of Oklahoma, said. Already confined like prisoners on reservations, natives viewed the land rush as a, quote, Desperate, dark day. I don't blame them. I would, too. That's not the point here. The point is, you got to change the nickname. It brings back bad memories. It's racist. Uh, the land rush symbolizes, this is according to this Swan character, Daniel Swan, anthropologist, the, uh, the land rush symbolizes the climax of the various experiences and mechanisms that were utilized to divorce the native people from the continent. This was the end. So you got to change that name, the Sooners. Now, that brings me to the Pirates. Have you ever thought about this? The Pittsburgh Pirates. What what can you possibly say nice about a pirate? Uh, even if you're a little kid and you remember Peter Pan was Captain Hook. is the most evil person you, you ever came across when you were a little kid. was Captain Hook. You hated him. 
and what what did pirates do? They killed people. They plundered. They they stole things. They treated everybody rottenly. And I, I just I don't know. Do you really want to have a team in Pittsburgh named after something that's as nasty, completely nasty and evil as a pirate? Of course, the Steelers play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight, and that's they're also pirates. But I mean. Pirates were nasty. The 14 most gruesome ways pirates have killed people throughout history came across this. And I want you, as I'm telling you this, I want you to think about marching down the PNC Park, get some signs, maybe some pitchforks uh, and uh, some torches would be good. It's getting dark early now these days. And and um, we got This name has to change. You cannot have. This in Pittsburgh, I'm ashamed, and everybody should be. Everybody in Pittsburgh should be ashamed that we put up with this for 125 years. Captain Morgan popped out prisoners' eyes using a metal bar. That's what Captain Morgan did. Is that his picture up there that you see on the pirate uh, as the pirate logo? You know, it used to be that smiling, nerdy-looking pirate, and then they changed it back to the mean. I remember when I was a kid. The, I loved that pirate logo. You opened the baseball card pack and you saw that guy staring out at you. He had a knife in his teeth. And I was a little kid. I'm probably still scarred by that in some way. And every, t- I mean, I was thrilled to see that logo of a mean, nasty pirate uh, as as a as as representing my baseball team. How did I mean? Think of all the kids in Pittsburgh that have had to suffer that. A Dutch pirate roasted farmers alive. Now, I don't know. His name was uh, Roche Brasiliano, a Dutch pirate, uh, 1630 and 1671. I don't know what this was about farmers, <laughs> but he roasted them. It doesn't say like he didn't roast plumbers or, uh, you know, truck drivers, but he roasted farmers. Key hauling was a common practice. That was when they would drop you down on a rope. Uh, from and they would have you on a rope and on two so- on the length of the ship they would drag you along the bottom of the ship and you'd get your oh you'd just be torn apart uh, maybe decapitated your limbs ripped off uh, from all the barnacles and all the bumps on the ship. Uh, Ching C would na- this is a there's actually a female pirate. Uh, Ching C she would nail her enemy's feet to the decks of their own ships. These are nasty people I'm telling you about here. Mott bars. <laughs> Mont Bars the Exterminator. Now, they could change the pirates' nickname to the Exterminators, I guess, because you have the uh, Predators. Anyway, Mont Bars the Exterminator nailed his victims' intestines to posts. This is the team that you're, you're – this is the peop, these are the people that your local baseball team is named after. Get down there and start protesting. And some pirates really did make, the, uh, make people walk the plank, it says here. Um, and so – you know, I guess that's that's pretty benign compared to these other things. You just you did drown. That's all. Uh, Black Bart burned people alive on their own ships. Um, Bartholomew Roberts was his name, otherwise known as Black Bart. He developed a reputation for his horrific methods. He would uh, he had a lack of morals. It says here. Can't believe that if he burned people alive. It says uh, the extreme violence and lack of morals certainly served to help him as he is arguably the most successful pirate of all time. He's estimated to have captured up to 400 ships during his career, and that's from the late 17th century to the 18th. One of his favorite ways of dealing with ships he had plundered was to simply set them on fire and sail away. Well, the pirate, other, other uh, people on the ship were still there. Edward Lowe liked burning prisoners' hands down to the bone. Are you liking this? These pirates. And a few pirates tied up their victims and pelted them with glass. They could do that at PNC Park, actually. They could pelt them with something else. And some pirates forced prisoners to run until they died of exhaustion. That would work good if you if you had a football team named the Pirates, I guess. But so that's your uh, that's your assignment for today. These nicknames have to go: uh, San Francisco 49ers, Pittsburgh Pirates, Oklahoma Sooners. I've had enough, and I am ashamed that I was a, once a Pirates fan, and I will never ever, ever pay attention to the Pittsburgh Pirates again. We'll be back.
don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. windowsruspittsburgh.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. On September 17, 1787, the framers of our government signed the U.S. Constitution in Philadelphia, a constitution which set up our government. While Constitution Day has passed, Patriot Mobile supports the conservative values that the framers adopted in the U.S. Constitution, values which define our government and guarantee our rights. And the $17.87 data plan offers have been a huge success, so we're extending them through the end of the month. Patriot celebrates the founding fathers and your values and it's the only cell phone carrier that supports conservative causes like the Susan B. Anthony Fund and the NRA while providing you with the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and text for less money and no hidden fees and switching is easy. Make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Unlimited talk, text, and data for your first month. $17.87 plus a free pocket constitution. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's patriotmobile.com com forward slash Hugh. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For eight years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield, another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, a couple things I, I meant to mention. I said I was going to tell you about the mascot. I'll get that in a minute. I, I wanted to get this uh, tweet in. This is from Ron Perlman. I believe he's, he's an actor. I, I think he was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Um, and he says here, to all my female friends, I don't know about you, but I get the feeling that the Professor Ford Kavanaugh affair, regardless of any details, have finally and unequivocally exposed how disposable a party run by old, corrupted, bigoted, dried up men has become. Throw these bums out. So they're not only old and bigoted and corrupted, but they're dried up. That's what this guy is saying about the people in the, uh, the, the Republican Party. Old, dried-up men. I don't know how dried-up Ron is, but um, uh, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice statement from Ron there, and that just gives you an idea where they're coming from. Now, uh, I only have a couple minutes, 
And I wanted to mention this. I, I don't like. I don't care if I ever see another mascot. I didn't like them when I was a kid. I remember being at the, I, my dad with, uh, uh, when I was grown in my 30s, 40s, being at uh, Three River Stadium, and the pirate parrot came by, and every and he was being being as cute as he could possibly be, and prancing around. And I had gotten my dad and I me some good seats right behind home plate and uh, uh, near the dugout actually. And when he was jumping around and expecting everybody to be thrilled, my dad said, hey, let's go. He gave him the thumb. Get out of the way. I'm trying to watch the game. And I, that's kind of my attitude. But anyway, the Flyers have a new mascot, and you've got to go online and check it out. Uh, it is unbelievably ugly. And uh, kids are going to have nightmares forever and be triggered by a, in some way by this. Um, and when you, you'll have to go online and check it out. It's all over the Internet. Uh, people are just absolutely ridiculing the Flyers for this mascot, which they don't need, by the way. Uh, it, I, I can't even describe it. It looks like a pumpkin that needs, that needs a shave or maybe a cross between a pumpkin and Chewbacca. It's orange, and it's really, really ugly. Uh, and the, the headline of, of the uh, story on Crossing Broad, which is, a, uh, I guess, a Flyers uh, blog, it's the it shows a picture of the mascot and the headline is the Flyers' new mascot is here to murder you. <laughs> that's 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 kind of the feeling you get when you see him. So when I see something like this, I always I, I try to go back to the meeting that they had and they passed around pictures of a, of what they thought would make a good mascot and there was a room with a long table and people were throwing out their opinions and somebody showed this. You got to go online and see it. And somebody showed this to the marketing director, and the, he or she said, that's the one. I really like that. Let's go with that one. And they're being completely ridiculed all over the Internet as a result of it. You had one job to pick a mascot, and you picked this. Just check it out online. I think the Steelers play a game tonight. We'll have Steeler Monday tomorrow on Steeler Tuesday. Thanks for listening today. John Stoggerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. See you. The John Stoggerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.